You know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over kings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The House of Cards. Today, the game is different. With author and professional poker player Ashley Adams. Okay, you have some skill. Hello, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. Welcome to House of Cards. Uh, you know, we have a lot of celebrity players, industry leaders uh, that come on this show, and I love interviewing them because I think they're fascinating and they add some gravity to the poker profession and to this show. But every so often, we like to have the regular Joe, the guy like you or me who likes to play, who's not a full-time professional, who's not a full-time industry person, but who has made poker an important part of their life for whatever reason. And we have two of those guests today. I think they're both very interesting guys and very good guests. The first is John Schnaubelt. He's from Arizona. He is the guy that runs Tilted Jacks. He runs a website. And he is on a mission to legalize what's known now as gray market card rooms in the state of Arizona. Uh, he's going to talk about that, explaining exactly what a gray market card room is, and I think you'll find our conversation very interesting. Uh, we're also going to have on a guy named Bruce Rennert, who started and runs the Atlantic Poker Tour, which is a series of bar league, pub league poker uh, for entertainment and uh, poker-playing pleasure. And that's not easy to say. We're going to talk to him about the league, and uh, I think you'll find that interesting as well. Of course, we'll have a mailbag segment. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, it's FanDuel commercial time. I love FanDuel.com. Look, you heard me talk about these hot new one-week fantasy football leagues on FanDuel.com for weeks now, where you play for real money with immediate cash payouts. If you still haven't signed up yet, you're missing all the fun. But don't worry, it's not too late to get in on all the action. I got to tell you, last week was amazing. I wanted to try their $1 leagues. I made money with a dollar. A dollar. Where can you make money with a dollar these days? Every week you pick your new quarterback, you pick a new running back. Every week's a new week. You know what that means? More chances to win. And you can win cash. Matt Nichols from Ohio turned a $25 deposit into over twenty-five grand playing fantasy football on FanDuel. FanDuel is the leader in one-week fantasy football leagues. No season-long commitments and no upfront fees. They got immediate cash payouts and you play each week or whenever you want to. It's all up to you. Go to FanDuel.com and click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner and use my code HOC and sign up now. The new user special is ending soon, and FanDuel will match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to 200 bucks. That's up to $200 free, but the offer is only good for the first 50 people that use my code HOC. FanDuel.com, where every week is a new season. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com. Sign up today with promo code HOC. Something exciting is happening in New Jersey. People are cheering in Cherry Hill and cashing in chips, pumping fists in Fort Lee, and flopping full houses. Get the thrill and play on your laptop, tablet, or mobile at BorgataPoker.com. Texas Hold'em, daily tournaments, and sit and goes. Real money anywhere in New Jersey. The Borgata Hotel and Casino is a name you trust, so you can be sure that BorgataPoker.com is secure. And now with a $25 deposit, you can get a $20 bonus when you sign up for Borgata Poker at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Remember, you must be 21 and physically present in New Jersey to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Have you ever wanted something so bad that you'd do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout, and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. Hi, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. I just wanted to uh, mention something that if any of you have any poker questions that you would like to ask, we are always interested in your questions and comments about the show, about the guest strategy questions. They could be practical questions about where and how to find the game. Send your questions to info at houseofcardsradio.com. And you can also get our tweets on Twitter at www.twitter.com slash H-O-C radio. We're very interested in them. And, of course, if they're particularly interesting, we'll put them on the air and answer them here in our segment of Mailbag. Info at houseofcardsradio.com and www.twitter.com slash H-O-C radio. Info at houseofcardsradio.com and www.twitter.com dot com slash HOC radio. Hey, how you doing? This is Joe Walsh. I'm speaking on behalf of Rad. It's okay to rock and roll, right? But don't drive home drunk. If you're drunk, call me up. I have a limo. I'll come and get you. Public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Are you still shopping the old-fashioned way? Well, then buzz on over to BZ.com. BZ is your number one online auction source for brand-name new items from companies like Apple, Sony, Canon, Dyson, Samsung, and more at discounts of 75 85 and 99% off retail. Go to BZ.com and use the offer code VIP and get three bids for the price of one. That's offer code VIP to get three bids for the price of one. Go to BZ.com, B-E-E-Z-I-D.com, BZ.com. You're listening to the House of Cards. Join us online at houseofcardsradio.com. Quiet, young man. Can't you see we're having a poker game? Hello, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. Welcome back. I am going to give you a little history. I have a trip planned to Arizona, Phoenix, and Tucson. Last time I was there, I played in the big casino poker rooms. Was not really impressed. Uh, I don't really like 
uh, huge casino poker rooms that have uh, pretty big rakes and all sorts of rules, and they don't have the kind of no-limit poker I like. So anyway, I'm going there, and I wanted to know, are there any other rooms in the state other than the big ones? And I stumbled across a site run by the guy who's going to come on as a guest um, talking about gray market card rooms. And I said, wow, this is really interesting. So rather than tell you what I discovered, I'm going to have him tell you. His name is John Schnabelt. He is the <coughs> excuse me, the manager or the owner of Tilted Jacks, which is one of the gray market card rooms in the state. And I'd like to, uh, first of all, are you there? I am. I okay, am. John, I, I, tell us about the state of gray market card rooms. What does that mean, and what do you do? Well, one of my one of my websites, and I have a few of them, but the, if you go to Google and type in Phoenix Poker, you'll find phoenixpokerclubs.com as one of the top three organic listings. And there I've tracked the last four or five years' worth of gray market card rooms that have come and gone. Uh, when I say gray market, I'm talking that they're operating – conceivably under one or one or more of the exclusions provided by state law for like a social game or as amusement gambling or regulated gambling or at a state fair. There's different exclusions in the criminal code in our state that allow certain types of gambling to uh, take place. But every card room that's been opened has run in, that's run into trouble with the law has been indicted and either accepted a plea or been convicted. Uh, the card room owners, and they, they face up to 20 years in prison. Why? Why are they being prosecuted? racketeering, and uh, they, they say that they're benefiting from gambling, which under the social exclusion is a no-no, and turns that action into a felony uh, racketeering charge. So if gambling. it's gray market, does that mean that, in your opinion, it should be legal, but in the eyes of the constabulary, it's not legal? Or is it just it illegal? Is, it, it's it's illegal without question if anybody benefits. And, and that can be the, the two wildest forms of benefit would be a voluntary gratuity that someone gives to the dealer. That can make the game illegal because the dealer just benefited. Anytime that they take a, a rake out of the pot, that's the house is benefiting. Even if you have gambling in a commercial establishment like a bar or restaurant, if you charge a fee to play, they're benefiting by an increase in food and beverage sales. So, uh, okay. Bar or restaurant order is. So there, you, I think you said to me off the air that there are three in the Phoenix area yeah. that are still around. How do they operate? There's, do they rake the games? Do they allow tips to the dealer? Uh, yes, yes. What happens? They do, they do all of that. They, they usually charge a membership fee and call themselves a private club. Uh, one of the ones that's still open is Poker Union, and you can find that at PokerUnionUSA.com. Uh, I started that room with the owner uh, in 2009 and worked there for just under a year helping build that game before I branched off and started the Tilted Jack, which was a social uh, – it was a cooperative. Every player was an equal owner, and we operated as a nonprofit. <clears throat> and so I think that that – satisfied the, the requirements of nobody benefiting. It wasn't a commercial operation. But these other three rooms, I believe, are commercial operations, and that makes them illegal. So <laughs> is Tilted Jack still around? Uh, the Tilted Jack has gone underground, like so many rooms have, ever since the first room was busted in Scottsdale, Deal Me In, in 2009. Scottsdale's got a fantastic underground poker 
poker uh, scene. It's very much like rounders, and they're high stakes games. It's it's a very it surrounds the uh, the tribal casino that's out there with the fifty six I think poker tables, the talking stick resort where they have the big state championship. All of those clubs just operate out of hotel suites and executive suites now as, as card rooms, and you have to know somebody to get in. So they protect themselves from from unwanted investigations and and so forth that way. So right now, you know, I play poker all over the world. I, I don't know if you Googled me. I love to go to towns and cities and find an underground game, and I love places mm-hmm. where the underground games don't have to be underground, like Wyoming and Montana where you can just yeah. play because it's legal if you don't rake the game, and then you can tip the dealer. And uh, if I were to come to Phoenix, which I'm actually doing next week, cool. how would I find a game? Are there any of these places that are open enough so that a person can just walk up and say, I want to play, or are none of them open in that way? Well, the three that I have listed on the phoenixpokerclubs.com website, you can just go there, and you may or may not be charged a $20 or $10 a year membership fee in order to sit down and play in a tournament or a cash game, a no-limit cash game. That's the one thing that these rooms have that the tribal casinos don't is true no-limit uh, games, Omaha and Hold'em and so forth. Right, just so that our listeners know, the casinos like Talking Stick or Gila River or Desert Diamond or Casino Arizona, there are other sites, uh, Bucky's, which is a horrible place, uh, they all have what they call no limit, but it's like a $200 maximum bet, right? It's like a spread Correct. limit game, 2 to 200 or something like that. Is that right? I, I actually I actually don't. I, I have a personal ethos that prevents me from going out to the tribal. Okay, so, good for you. Good so for you. I, I don't <laughs> I don't participate in those games, so I couldn't tell you exactly what they've got going on. But I've heard 200 to 500 as far as the hand limit per per betting round is a 500, and it may be capped at three or four. It's almost as good as true no limit, but as far as the real big swings, the big big stake swings, you're not going to see that kind of stuff at a tribal casino like you would in Vegas. We're going to take a quick break, then we'll be right back. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards. By now, everyone knows I'm from New Jersey. In New Jersey, we have everything. The shore, the mountains, and now we have one of the greatest online poker tournaments in the world. I'm talking about the Party Poker Garden State Super Series. Join me and thousands of online poker players from January 11th to the 25th as players try to win their share of over $1 million guaranteed. No Limit Hold'em, Pot Limit Omaha, Super Bounty Event, and even a 7-card stud tournament. Hell, I don't even know if the World Series has a 7-card stud tournament. This year they have 69 tournaments, so there's no excuse. They have a tournament perfect for you. You can buy into the tournaments directly or even qualify online by playing on nj.partypoker.com. And we're making it real easy to sign up. Go to our website, houseofcardsradio.com, and click on the Party Poker link on the upper right-hand corner of our site, and you're ready to play. So you think you got the chops and you're 21? Get to New Jersey, get online, and play in Party Poker's Garden State Super Series, January 11th to the 25th. This is what online poker is all about. You're listening to the House of Cards. The way I see it, poker's like some kind of cosmic metaphor. It's like even though the cards fall in a random order that you can't possibly predict, you can still beat them.
Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. If you just tuned in, we're talking with John Schnabelt, the manager or the owner of Tilted Jacks, which is one of the gray market card rooms in the state. Okay, so if I were to go to Poker Union or one of the other ones that you can just walk, if after I pay my membership fee, assuming that there is one, uh, mm-hmm. how are the games raked, and what am I likely to find? Uh, if you're playing in a cash game, they usually take $1 or $2 on the uh, button. That's uh, a fee that they, they take before any cards are dealt, before the big and the small blind, the small and the big blind even come out. They'll take it's, – it's like you're feeding a, a coin into a – poker table to have the dealer deal the cards. You're actually paying a fee to to see the next hand. Uh, it's very similar to a rake, but it's definitely not based on the pot size. Okay, so you're paying a buck or two or on the button to get the game going, Correct. and then what else? Is there anything else taken out of the pot? Uh, it, it varies from room to room, and uh, with the three that are out there now, I know that one of them usually takes a dollar out if the pot reaches $30, and they put that into a, some sort of a bad beat uh, promotional jackpot that can run five six thousand dollars before it hits that's terrific and this some is of those, great some of those promotions are optional too where if you don't want to participate in that particular rake you don't have to and if you hit it you just don't win it but they won't take that dollar out of your your pot well that's tremendous so you're not they're not being raked at five or six or seven i mean i remember i went to bucky's and it was five plus two for a bad beat so yeah. seven bucks was coming out of a little three six game and they couldn't figure out why nobody wanted to play. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've got it figured out on a talking stick. They usually have 20 to 30 cash games going of various sizes and, and denominations. Well, if, if I come to Phoenix and I want to find a game, can I just give you a call? Will you help me get into a game? Sure. Okay. Sure, sure. So what's there's, going there's on actually, legislatively? Are you trying to change the law? I am. And one of the things that I was doing uh, was I was contacting my legislators because of the amusement gambling exclusion, uh, it really is difficult to apply it to a poker tournament or a cash game, but it can be. But the cap had been $35 for the max prize, and it had to be a merchandise prize. But that was written back in, the, in, in 1990, I believe. And uh, just for adjusting for inflation, that $35 cap should be $70 today. And so I was writing my legislators to see if we could get that changed when, lo and behold, uh, a lobbyist from Dave and Buster's out of California comes in and in one session gets it changed to $550 because that's what they've got in California. And if people are playing at Dave and Buster's trying to save up, you know, $120,000, 120,000 tickets for a, an iPad Air valued at $550, they were playing in, in Arizona, but going across the border of California to do the exchange. <laughs> and so Arizona had no problem changing that limit for the amusement exclusion. And now I believe that without any further changes in legislature, and this would even work with the $35 cap, that if you set up a poker tournament, say a $40 buy-in, uh, that you can have pay tables similar to what you have for um, uh, poker, poker machine, a uh, slot machine, or the video poker. So if you have two pair, maybe you win four four tickets or four vouchers or, or four points. And then at the end of the night, depending on how many hands you've won and with what hand, you may have three or four hundred points, and you can exchange those for for cash, for merchandise, wow. and then for cash. And I believe that you'd be able to pay, play those types of amusement gambling payouts 
poker tournaments in bars and restaurants. I've talked to the state liquor board, and they don't have a problem with it. Uh, the Arizona Department of Gaming uh, basically says no comment. They they can't issue an opinion, which to me says uh, that they have no basis to take any umbrage in that type of a situation because we're basically doing the same thing that Peter Piper Pizza is doing, Chuck E. Cheese's, Dave and Buster's, playing poker tournaments with a $40 buy-in but with payouts based on per-hand wins. So it almost becomes like a cash game where you're getting paid more chips depending on if you have one with a full house or a, right, a flush right. versus a pair. And we can splash the pots all we want to and taper taper the pay up pay scale so that those people lasting the longest may see double or triple or even quadruple value for their hands so that we we basically are giving comparable uh compensation for the people that last the longest like you would see in a regular right. traditional cash so poker tournament we're almost out of time i got a couple of questions for you first of all who are the bad guys here is it that the casino the big casinos the tribal casinos are trying to shut you down or are there right-wing no, politicians that are opposed to gambling? Who are the bad guys? It's it's the uh, Department of Gaming, I think, are the bad guys. They're really thug police. They're paid by the casinos. Wait, wait, you said thug tab- police? Thug police, yeah, okay. they're thug police. <laughs> they, they don't really have a police badge. They're, they're, the director's appointed by the governor, and they're tasked with overseeing and regulating all the tribal casinos, but they're paid 100% of their operating budget, salaries, everything comes from those tribal casinos they're supposed to be policing. So there's a huge conflict of interest there to begin with. When you take and then say that the Department of Gaming is the the quasi-state body that is entirely responsible for investigating any type of vice doing with gambling, then you've got a conflict of interest that's stemming from the department's need to have the casinos operating in order to be functional. If the tribes can invoke their poison pill clause in that compact, the state gaming department's budget goes from eight to 12 million down to a palsy to like $75,000 a year. What's the poison pill clause? What do you mean? The poison pill clause is basically saying that if any non-Indian can have commercial poker, then the tribes can have as many casinos, as many slots, and as many types of games as they want without any restriction. And the body that's the state body that's regulating us, we take their entire budget away, and you'll have to fund it yourself. I see. So that they can operate outside of the state regs that have allowed them to exist, Correct. which allows them yeah. to be taxed and the money to come into the state coffers. And they could say, we're just going to set up our own place. Screw you guys. We're not going to give you any of this stuff. But it's that civil agreement in that compact that prevents you or I from opening right. not just a casino, but even a card room now. So they are pretty. Like California, right. no California has 88 card rooms, and they grossed $880 million in 2012. Arizona has 13 card rooms, and I found out through a Freedom of Information Act request from the Indian Gaming Commission that they grossed $30 million in 2011. And about $1.3 million of that actually ends up in the state's coffers. But if you adjust California's card rooms for population in Arizona, we should have a 20 to $25 million a year poker industry in our state, but we don't. Right. It's, it's tied up with the tribes. And they're only giving us 1.3 to 1.4 yeah, million. You're getting screwed. They should be getting 20 million. I agree. One last question for you, and then we're going to have to end. And then I want to, I'll take your phone number from my producer, and you and I will hook up when I go to Arizona. But 
Are there any good guys that are backing you up that are going to try to launch any kind of legislative campaign to undo the ridiculousness that is the poker laws in Arizona? Are there any well, good guys? We've got we've got the Tecumseh Federation and the, and the Poker Revolution, both as a the federation.org and uh, the pokerrevolution.com are both two organizations, grassroots movements trying to get some change going between now and and 2022, when the, the existing compacts are up for uh, renewal and renegotiation, we'd like to see poker stricken from that. And then once that's done, we can talk about setting up the, the state or the municipal regulatory framework for commercial card rooms. Well, good luck with that. Um, it would be <laughs> nice. Seems like you're against Goliath and you're not even armed with a sling. Uh, like David was, but uh, if there's anything that we can do to add to your voice, we want to do it. We would love to have you guys succeed. I mean, California is a great deal. You go all over the place, there's always a local poker room, and uh, I love that. Uh, Wyoming yeah. is like that. Every bar, restaurant, I mean, every town has a bar, a restaurant. Montana's mm-hmm. like that. It would be nice to have another yeah, all state. Of the states. All the states surrounding us, with the exception of New Mexico, are, are, are card room states. Not Texas. Well, that's not surrounding you, right? That's two states away. That's my (laughs) bad Eastern geography. That's a day's drive. Right. Well, very nice having you on. Uh, Listeners, we're talking to John Schnabelt from Tilted Jacks, and uh, I hope you're successful. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, We'll be back, listeners, after a quick break. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a -a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro-caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now, you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a pro-caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, that's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER, 24025-POKER, that's 240-257-6537. ProCaliber Poker Tables, stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Hi, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. I just wanted to let you know about a newspaper in the New England area. 
If you're looking for poker tournaments or the latest promotions at Foxwoods, Mohegan Sun, Twin River, or if you want to find out what's happening in Las Vegas, Atlantic City, or other casinos around the country, then I recommend you check out New England Gaming News for all the latest news, events, and hot casino action from around the region. You can do that in one of two ways. You can either pick up their free copies at gambling venues throughout New England, or you can visit them at www.thenegn.com and sign up for exclusive specials and promotions. That's www.thenegn.com. The New England Gaming News, New England's only resource for complete casino and poker news. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize. Tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast. Do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. Are you or a loved one currently suffering from arthritis, COPD, or other chronic conditions and can't get relief from current treatments? If so, there may be another option. Local physicians are conducting research studies in your area today, and you may be eligible to receive up to $1,300 in compensation for participation. That's right. You may be eligible to receive up to $1,300 in compensation and study-related care from a local doctor at no cost. Health insurance not required. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with arthritis, COPD, or other chronic conditions and are interested in learning more about these studies, please call toll-free 855-912-PAIN, 855-912-PAIN. These studies are confidential and are taking place for a limited time. We are looking to connect you to no-cost clinical research studies that are testing new treatments for a variety of conditions. Call 855-912-PAIN, 855-912-PAIN today to see if you qualify. Remember, health insurance is not required. Don't miss this opportunity. Call 855-912-7246. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of January 12th, 2015. In a story that refuses to go away, a bankruptcy judge approved the sale of the Revel Casino in Atlantic City for $95.4 million to Florida real estate developer Glenn Straub. Straub initially lost out on the auction to buy the casino to a Canadian real estate firm. That real estate firm later backed out of the deal, so Straub got another bite of the apple. During the court proceeding, Straub made a motion to lower the asking price, which the judge refused to allow. Maryland casinos made history last month, but not in a good way. This December marks the first time that the five Maryland casinos did not set a monthly revenue record. Maryland Live in Hanover was the big winner for the month, taking in over $50 million, and is also responsible for more than half of the state's casino revenue. 
And finally, Steve Wynn has closed on the 33-acre site in Everett, Massachusetts, which will be the future site of the one and only Boston-area casino. Everett's Mayor Carlo Di Maria presented Wynn Everett President Robert DiSalvio with a special gift. The gift was a trash can since the casino site needs to be cleaned up due to the fact it's a toxic waste dump. You see, Everett and Atlantic City are a lot alike. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Are you still shopping the old-fashioned way? Well, then buzz on over to bzid.com. Bzid is your number one online auction source for brand-name new items from companies like Apple, Sony, Canon, Dyson, Samsung, and more at discounts of 75 85 and 99% off retail. Go to bzid.com and use the offer code VIP and get three bids for the price of one. That's offer code VIP to get three bids for the price of one. Go to bzid.com, B-E-E-Z-I-D.com, bzid.com. You're listening to the House of Cards. Hit me, you five card stud. <laughs> Cocktail! Hello, listeners. Welcome back. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. Uh, if any of you have traveled around the country, you'll no- you'll notice that not every region of the country has legal public poker rooms where you can play games for cash like you can in casinos. And that's unfortunate. But fortunately, there are people who help fill that void by offering all sorts of ways to play poker that is within the law and pr- provides an environment where you can play poker and still enjoy the action of the game, the strategy of the game, without risking real money. We like to have spotlights put on those guys that have these kind of poker games from time to time, and we are fortunate enough to have one of them with us this afternoon or this evening, whenever you're listening to the show. His name is Bruce Rennert. He runs Atlantic Poker Tour, and uh, he's with us right now. Bruce, are you there? I am here. I'm actually sitting outside the uh, in my car, outside of the Tilted Kilt in Raleigh, North Carolina, getting ready to uh, attend one of our own tournaments. Well, you know, I just had a guest on the show from North Carolina who talked about uh, his training site, and he he talked about the plus and the minus of the poker laws in North Carolina. He said, well, the, the downside is that you don't have legal public poker rooms like you have in Atlantic City or Nevada, but you do, because of that, have a lot of pub poker that has sprung up all over the area, and uh, I guess that's what you guys do. Is that right? That is correct, but I do have to ask you now, who was that training site? Because I think I know who it is. Oh, well, the guy I was speaking to runs uh, Tournament Poker Edge, and his name is Derek Tenbush. Derek Tenbush. Yeah, he's a, Derek's a good friend. Oh, well, how about that? That's, uh, that's a coincidence. Well, anyway, he kind of gave your type of poker a plug by saying that if you're interested in finding cash games, you would go to a pub poker game, a free league, a bar league, meet some of the players there, and they might invite you into a private game that you could play underground. But I don't want to talk about that because I already did. I want to talk about you guys. So tell me about the Atlantic Poker Tour. So we have been in business probably for about two years, and uh, one of the things that we want to make sure of is that uh, the players, 
would have the opportunity to come in, have a nice meal, have a night of, uh, of entertainment amongst themselves. So many of these poker leagues around the country that we've seen, we did a lot of research. They were short games. They had like two games at night. And it was really, you run them in, you do 10-minute blinds, and you run them out. We were interested in, number one, is having a really great poker experience for the players in this area. So what you'll do is you'll come in. Uh, our tournaments start at about 7.15 at night, and our buffet dinner starts at 6.30. So the, the players will come in and purchase a nice buffet meal from the restaurant, have a nice time sitting around schmoozing with their friends and talking strategy. And, you know, where, did you go to Cherokee? Did you go to World Series of Poker? You know, everybody has a good time. And, of course, there's a few cocktails involved. Uh, and then the tournament starts at about 7.15, uh, and we run the games go to about 11 o'clock. And, you know, we've, we've had a whole community of players who've really centered themselves around us. And in turn, they've made their own little social networks and they have their own little games and tournaments and they socialize. And one of the benefits of the, one of the things that we have seen is that our game attracts really a lot of, a lot of high-level professionals. And a lot of the folks have gotten jobs have gotten business opportunities. Wait, wait, when you say high-level professionals, you don't mean high-level professional poker players. You mean professional professionals. Correct. Okay. CCOs, <laughs> CFOs, doctors, attorneys. And in turn, they've hired people, they've made business connections, and it's turned into this little poker community where poker is certainly the central piece of it, but it's also turned into a fun, friendly night of entertainment. So if you're an unemployed guy and you're looking for work, don't go to the want advertisements in the newspaper. Head to your local poker league so you can meet people that might be willing to hire you. Is that what I'm hearing? That might work. <laughs> What's funny, we, we have uh, Research Triangle Park, where we're centered, has got a lot of high-tech companies. We've got a lot of computer programmers, a lot of systems analysts, a lot of folks who really do the math and come in and they hone their game. They'll try different strategies. And the best thing about it is that we have prizes every single night. We have season prizes. We have nightly prizes. Uh, we're also feeding into the Bar Poker Open, which is in Atlantic City uh, in the middle of December. So you have the opportunity to go small, to play on a nightly basis. You have an opportunity to set yourself up for a league championship and to go even higher. Okay, we're talking to, for those who just tuned in, we're talking to Bruce Rennert, who runs the Atlantic Poker Tour. How many venues do you actually have under your umbrella? We go six nights a week, uh, and that is about, I think it's about four to five venues. We, we double up in a couple of them. Um, and so really six nights a week, if you decide you want to play poker and have a good meal and have some fun, you can find us. So, the only night we take off is Friday night, and Friday night is because most of the, we found out most of the cash games that our players like to go to are on Friday nights. Well, Friday night is the only night I never play poker. It's my Sabbath, and so I eschew Friday night poker. So you'd fit right into my life schedule if I lived in North Carolina. Of course, I'm from Boston, but that's perfect for me. Um, I have a couple of questions about the format. People have to buy the buffet dinner as, like, their entry, and then they get the poker for free, or can you come just for the poker without the buffet? So our tournaments are free to the patrons of the venue. So you, we, we come in and we ask you to have dinner, and the poker tournaments are free afterwards. Gotcha. They do that out here in Rhode Island in Massachusetts. Uh, and, in fact, they have an interesting structure where they take the money for the 
dinner, and out of that, they give prizes, cash prizes for people who win the tournaments. Yours is a different reward model, right? You get points, and then you get some kind of stuff that night if you win or do well in the tournament, but not cash? Correct. It's like gift cards Correct. or something? No, no yeah, we do, we, do, we do cash equivalents as well. And as a matter of fact, I had, I had dinner with, Greg, with Glenn McCrory last Thursday. From from the Eastern Poker Tour, who runs those tournaments. Oh there. yes, well he <laughs> he's was he. I think he made my poker table. <laughs> so so Glenn and I uh, sat down and had dinner at the um, Mohegan Sun last week. Oh my goodness! Well, he run he has an incredible organization. I mean, yep. the Eastern Poker League, Eastern Poker Tour is extraordinary. Um, I don't know if you're trying to emulate them, but you would have a wonderful model if that is what you're trying to emulate. Our model is extreme; is very, very similar to Glenn's. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, we um, we spent time with Glenn. He helped us a little, a little bit along with how we do our business. So, you know, it's a great community of folks. Glenn is obviously a lot bigger than us, but it's a great community of folks who really have a passion for poker and want to expand the game in any way, shape, or form. And so what's your season? When do you start? When do you end? Is it continuous? How does that work? So we, we have three seasons a year. Um, and the, like this season started in September and will culminate in championships on a Sunday and on a Sunday and a Monday where we have a points championship and a, uh, a battle of champions for all those who won or came in top three. We have another, another uh, championship in April and we have another championship uh, in August. So we do three seasons a year. Uh, and they last obviously approximately uh, you know four months a year. So what's the biggest prize? I, let's say I am the Babe Ruth of the Atlantic Poker Tour, and I win everything, and I get all the points, and I get the grand prize, and I go to the final, and I do it. What's the most I can get out of this? Uh, probably depending on the season, close to close to three or four thousand dollars. Wow. And I get a wonderful buffet dinner and don't have to pay anything additional for entering these tournaments. Correct. It's all, we, we offer a night of entertainment for folks who want to enjoy recreational poker. If you're looking to, you know, you're looking to make a killing and you, and you want to be, you know, uh, Greg Raymer, no, this isn't the place for you. If you want to play poker, enjoy, enjoy the game, have a nice dinner, meet some friends, and, 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 and enhance your social network, we are the place for you. Well, Bruce, how do people find out about your schedule? Is there a website they can go to to see where all the venues are and uh, the, when they go off? Funny you should ask that. Our website is uh, www.AtlanticPokerTour.com. We also have a Facebook page and a Twitter account. Uh, you can find us at any of those places. Again, www.AtlanticPokerTour.com. Fair enough. I'll tell you, I'll make an offer to you, which we've done with a few of the other bar league uh, that are around the country. In, in fact, one that's uh, in Hatteras Island. If you have a final season, I realize you said you have three seasons, but if you have a winner of your final tournament who would like to talk to me and I would be happy to interview, why don't you let us know and we'll put them on the air. And uh, I think it might be kind of neat. That sounds fun. As a matter of fact, I would actually go to Hatteras Island and pick them up and bring them back here for any reason because I love Hatteras Island. <laughs> so do I. We go, my wife and I go down, and uh, that's how I discovered the Hatteras Poker League. Maybe you could hook up and have a state championship where the winner of there uh, competes against the winners of your tournaments and see who's the best league in the state. Well, the neat thing is that we're, we're going through an expansion. so Oh, maybe you'll incorporate of, them, yeah. yeah. 
we have a number of cities in um, in North Carolina that we are on the verge of uh, bringing turn bringing poker tournaments to their area as well. We're just going through the dotting our eyes and crossing our T's. Fantastic. Well, I'm looking to talk to you further when you expand. Come back on. It's a pleasure to meet you, and thanks for the um, the forum to talk a little bit about our business. Happy to promote poker wherever it is when it's run well, as clearly your poker tour is, Bruce. Thanks for joining us. That was absolutely, and thank you. Th- th- thank you. That was Bruce Rennert, Atlantic Poker Tour listeners. We're going to be back after a quick break. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a -a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro-caliber tables are made with high-quality gaming suede and suited speed cloths. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a pro-caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code HOCRADIO when you check out at ProCaliberPoker.com or when ordering by phone at 240-25-POKER. That's 240-257-6537. Remember, to get your free gift when ordering your poker table, use offer code HOCRADIO. That's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O. Order by phone at 240-257-6537 or online at ProCaliberPoker.com. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. The key to winning poker is knowledge, and winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by World Series of Poker veteran Ashley Adams, can give you that knowledge. Cash games, small tournaments, whether you're a seasoned player, a novice, or just find yourself losing more often than you win, winning No Limit Hold'em can show every type of player how to consistently win at the game of No Limit Hold'em. You know it's been said that winning isn't everything, but it sure feels a whole lot better than losing. Get winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by Ashley Adams, and start winning today. Now available at Amazon.com and wherever great books are sold. Hi, listeners. This is Ashley Adams, professional poker player, author, and host of House of Cards. You can all, wherever you're listening to our show, we're now blanketing the United States. You can send in your questions or comments about the show to info at houseofcardsradio.com. And you can also get our tweets on Twitter at www.twitter.com slash H-O-C radio. Info at houseofcardsradio.com and www.twitter.com slash H-O-C radio. Great Moments in History In 1591, Sir Walter Raleigh was imprisoned in the Tower of London for insulting Queen Elizabeth I. I 
too, but I'm on the wind, sir! I have a hurricane in me that will strip Spain bare if you dare to try me! Well, I'd love to stay in chat, but you're a total bitch. In June 2008, House of Cards began podcasting. Go to houseofcardsradio.com and click on the podcast button for all recent show downloads. Here's the wonderful Joan Rivers with her thoughts on poker players. And your people, you give money with blood on it. I met your people in Vegas for 40 years. None of them have last names. None of them. They have cash fulls of You're a poker player. A poker player. That's, That's awesome. beyond white trash. Poker players oh, are poker the most players. awesome people poker in the world. Poker players are trash, darling. Trash. House of Cards, proudly serving your white trash needs since 2007. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. This is our mailbag segment, and I'm joined, as I am in every mailbag segment, by my producer, Dave Weishattle. Dave, what do we have uh, this week? Well, this is part two of your uh, poker orgy across the uh, (laughs) eastern and midwest. I think last we left, you were in Minnesota? Minnesota, yes. Well, I, I went out to visit my brother, played poker in Pittsburgh on the way, and on the way back, I had planned to stop one night in Detroit and play there, but I got waylaid because as I was driving from Minneapolis through Chicago, I noticed signs for a poker room right on the other side of the border into Indiana, in Hammond, Indiana, for the horseshoe. The horseshoe, okay, yeah. And it was uh, in the morning, uh, but I decided, it was Wednesday morning, I decided to stop and play there. I did. Uh, not a particularly eventful session. I won some money. I found the daytime players there you know, pretty easy to manipulate. Nobody was particularly aggressive. Uh, I don't know if they had been up all night or if they were just nine-to-fivers coming in. But I was there for about an hour and a half and made a uh, little money. What kind of setup was that? Was that like a strip uh, mall kind of? No, they were all set up as an really? oh. independent casino on their own uh, in uh, what looked like an industrial park area. Okay. Uh, of Hammond. Hammond, I used to know, is a place where they manufactured musical instruments. I remember that uh, I had an oh, instrument. Oh, the, the Hammond organ. And the Hammond okay, organ, yeah. and Hammond, uh, they manufactured I never guitars. knew that was a place. I thought it was a guy. So. <laughs> Johnny Hammond. Hi, I'm Hammond. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but So I, I played there and then drove all the way through um, all of Indiana and then went up to Route 94, I-94, goes up into Michigan on the way to Detroit. And as soon as I crossed into Michigan, I saw signs for Four Winds Casino. I called them when I first saw the sign, and I asked them if they had a poker room. Yes, sir, we do. So I stopped in at their poker room. It was very nice. Um, they were very welcoming. It used to be only Poker Pro machines, which are the automated mm-hmm. machines, no yeah. dealer, no chips, no cards. They still have them, and they use them for tournaments, but they now have a new dealer section, which uh, there was one game going, uh, and I played at it. And Again, the players that happened to be there when I got there were very conventional, uh, passive players, and you know maybe I just hit a, a run of good cards, but it yeah. was pretty easy to win pots. Then, uh, when are you getting to these places? Are they in the mornings? Or, well, I know, this uh, pl- wait, uh, Hammond was in the morning. Morning. Uh, I know last week you said... Pittsburgh was Saturday night. So. Saturday afternoon and Saturday, Saturday night. night so. And then uh, this room was 
about three in the afternoon, two in the afternoon. Uh, then a hundred miles further east was another casino called the Fire Keepers. I've uh, never heard of that one. Is that brand new or very new? Very and new. looks very new. Very beautiful casino. Have that new poker smell to it? It's that new? Huh? Um, <laughs> no, but it did have a very new and fresh look to it. Oh, okay. uh, the poker room uh, was very nicely set up. The brightest room I've ever seen. I, it really, usually you'll have kind of either medium lighting or somewhat dark lighting in the room itself, and then the tables will be well illuminated. This was set up like a like a lunchroom. I mean, just very <laughs> bright lights, and very nice, and um, had a profitable session there. It was by the time I got there, it was probably six o'clock at night. I played for an hour and a half, two hours. Then um, I got to the suburbs of Detroit mm-hmm. at about nine, eight, eight or nine, and was just too tired to venture forth into Detroit. And there are three rooms in Detroit: the MGM. Motor City, and Greektown. And I decided, you know what, I'll have to save that for another trip. Sounds good. So that'll be it. Uh, Thanks for listening, and come back next week, listeners. Uh, In the meantime, have a good day, have a good night, and have good luck. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.